This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio in Game 3 of the World Series. It's a wrap. And the Texas Rangers win 3-1 to one in Arizona. The Texas Rangers have now taken a 2-1 series lead. We're going to talk about that game momentarily. Meanwhile, the NFL side of things, it is Monday Night Football. The Detroit Lions... Looks like they're about to add another victory to their ledger. The Lions currently lead the Las Vegas Raiders 26-14. About six minutes left in the game. The Detroit Lions are looking to go 6-2. and two. And let me tell you something. There's not a minute or a second that Coach Josh McDaniels is standing there on the sidelines for the Raiders. And he just looks completely clueless. He's like, how, how did I get this job? What, what do I do here? It's just uh, it's like watching a dead man walking out there when it comes to, to his tenure. One day, Mark Davis is going to wake up and say, you know what, I, I need to get this guy the hell up on out of here. And knowing Mark Davis, it, it might happen uh, when you least expect it. So we'll keep you up to date on Monday Night Football Lions over the Raiders 26-14. to 14. Thank you to everybody tuned in all over North America on the free Odyssey app, your local CBS Sports Radio affiliates, Sirius XM Channel 158, and everybody tuned in to a smart speaker. If you want to talk to me, it's simple, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also find me. I'm on the Internet. I'm everywhere at JR Sport Brief. Super producer and host Dave Shepard holding it down on the boards. The Texas Rangers beat Arizona the Diamondbacks tonight, first game in Arizona here for the World Series uh, since that victory in 2001. The final score, 3-1. to one. Texas takes a 2-1 series lead, but unfortunately, it looks like the Texas Rangers 
now have to deal with some injuries. Max Scherzer, not able to go out onto the mound in the fourth, had to leave the game due to back tightness. Adolis Garcia, he left the game in the eighth inning with left side tightness. They worried about uh, his oblique, and we know what the hell Adolis Garcia's been doing. I mean, damn it, he won uh, game one of the World Series with that walk-off, and that would be a big bat here for them to miss. A matter of fact, before we get into the injuries and how this could affect of the World Series, let's take a listen to some of the plays. And let's be real, let's be honest, a lot of these scoring plays, yeah, it's, it's Texas. They put up the three spots. A matter of fact, they got things going early in the third. Simeon, a single, scoring low to give them their first run of the game. This is courtesy of who, Shep? Who's this courtesy of? Well, it's that our favorite and the Rangers Radio Network. Were they excited? Well, you know, you know our favorite, so uh, probably not. Well, let's take a listen to the first run. He wasn't. As Marcus sends one deep out into left center, and it falls for the base hit. Thomas comes up with it, spins, throws it back into second, holding Simeon to a long single. But that gets Nathaniel Lowe home with the game's first run, and the Rangers draw first blood here in game three. They lead it 1-0. Very straightforward. Nothing wrong with that. Well, the Rangers continued on. Not only was that their first run, they scored their next two and only runs of the game after that, and it came off the bat of Corey Seager. He had a two-run home run in that same inning, and this is all the runs that they would need. Listen. Here's Corey Seager who swings and drives one deep to right. It sails way out of here. Corey Seager with a line drive home run, a good dozen rows into the seats in right. He's given Texas a 3-0 lead. Gave Texas that 3-0 lead. I told you about Max Scherzer having to exit the game. John Gray came on in relief, three innings pitched, three strikeouts. I wasn't expecting him to go out there on the mound today. I was expecting to have him out there on the mound tomorrow, but he helps uh, hold things down for the Texas Rangers for them to, to get the victory, especially with Max Scherzer having to exit the game with back tightness. He did get hit on a comebacker in the second. That might have had just a little something to do with it. Marcus Simeon, who helped drive in the first run of the game, he spoke with Ken Rosenthal afterwards on Fox, and the conversation went like this. Marcus, you had the RBI single in the third in front of Corey's home run. Fought was tough tonight. What was the key against him? Well, just battle, you know. He's been hot. You know, we've been watching him all playoffs, do what he's done. And we had to come through in big situations. We got the two outs, and we were able to score. You know, it's huge for us. That's what we need to do in big situations in the biggest games of our lives. Gray, Spores, Chapman, LeClerc. What can you say about the performance of your bullpen tonight? Well, great job by Max. I know it's tough. You know, John Gray was huge. You know, I faced him in the off days with the at-bats. I knew he was going to be good. Um, Spores has been unbelievable. Chapman's grinding. Uh, he's got great stuff, and LeClerc did what he did. It's nice to have LeClerc doing what he's done. We didn't have that in the middle of the year, and now we do. Yeah, they win 3-1. to one. They take a 2-1 series lead. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. It's just more so, what do the injuries mean now? Adolis Garcia, you know, I haven't seen a guy 
you know, kind of bend over and reach for his side in baseball uh, and then just seeing him wake up tomorrow and, and be able to perform the same way, if at all. And then Max Scherzer, I mean, let's, let's be real. We may not see him again this postseason unless he needs to help come out on in relief. And maybe he's going to try to gut out some type of ridiculous performance. Uh, but we'll, we'll just have to see what takes place. They will be back in action tomorrow night, game four. In Arizona, by the way, this is the first World Series game that the Diamondbacks have ever lost at home. But let's also be clear, this is only the second time that the Arizona Diamondbacks have been to the World Series. And if you want to find a bright spot, if there should be one here for Arizona, Cattell Marte, he gets one hit on the night. He's extended his hitting streak to 19 games. In Texas, the Rangers, they are now 9-0 and on the road this postseason. Matter of fact, let's listen to the final call here from the Rangers Radio Network. Let's see if they were even excited. A long hold, he kicks and fires. He struck him out swinging on a high fastball, and the Rangers take game three by the score of three to one. A perfect inning for Jose Leclerc with a couple of punch outs, one on a slambio, one on a fastball as he cools off Tommy Pham and the Diamondbacks. Was was that exciting enough, Shep? No, right? Hell no. Yeah, well, let's see if they actually win the World Series, what he sounds like. What's the deal with Adolis Garcia? What, what's up? His side hurts? Is there anything else after that? Yeah, so according to Bob Nightingale, uh, he left in street clothes, so obviously he didn't do any interviews. Um, and presumably he's just going to do further evaluations and tests on his left side status for game four um, up in the air at this point. Uh, I mean, not being a doctor. <laughs> Even if he goes and plays, which I don't know – they're gonna, he's going to get to the point, if he is any type of healthy, they're going to go and say, oh, well, yeah, he's going to be available to pinch it if we need him because you don't want him necessarily out there uh, playing the field. I know he has a cannon, but you don't want him running around the outfield. And, and we don't know. He might be done for the entire season, and so we just have to wait and see uh, tomorrow just like, like everybody else. But uh, certainly a massive blow if, if he's not going to be available. He has treated – of the postseason like his own personal playground. Only in 14 games, the man has eight home runs and a record 22 RBIs. And we ain't talking no insignificant home runs. First of all, in 14 postseason games, to have eight home runs is ridiculous in and of itself. But we're talking about game winners, game breakers. Uh, he is he's, he's turned into a different player here in the postseason. Just absolutely Nuts. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Todd is here from Tampa. You're on the JR Sport Brief. Show us up, Todd. Well, JR, let's get down to business, boss. Let's get down to business. Let me, before I hit on my Buccaneers, and let me just say something about the World Series. Let me just say, you know, because Evan Longoria played for the Rays, and uh, and uh, Tommy Fan played for the Rays, so I'm pulling for the Diamondbacks. Let me let me tell you you you, uh, you Tommy well, Tommy Tommy Fan played for just about every team imaginable. So yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, well, Tommy Fan was four for four the other night and had a double tonight, and that had this idiot on uh, the Diamondbacks not run through a stop sign. It would have been three to two in the ninth inning, and then that that referee calls a strikeout. The three 
yeah. three feet outside the baseball. I'm just saying. Let me tell the Diamondbacks. So Tommy, you be yeah, up Tommy. Right well, slow down. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Jared. Yeah, it's, what did you have? Eight Red Bulls. No, I don't drink Red Bull, baby. I, I'm just, I'm just fired up because this is your one chance to be world champion, and if you lose this, you'll never live it down. Okay, Evan Longoria went to the yeah, world. Ha- yeah, it happens. Just slow down, Todd. Slow down. Thank you, thank you. Also, ahead, Tommy Pham, he, he's the one that struck out to end the game. Uh, what's your other yeah, point about the Buccaneers? Well, I just want to, I just want to say. I just want to say, Diamondbacks, win this World Series. Okay, win this World Series. Evan, let's go. Okay, this is your last chance at 38 Okay, years what old. do you it's have to prime. say about – you had mentioned the – ten- hold on a second. Man, can I, can I be any more clear? Hey, Todd, go ahead. What do you think – what are your thoughts on the Buccaneers? Go ahead. My Buccaneers are three and four because we have terrible coaching. Okay. Well, can we throw the ball in the end zone to Mike Evans? Can we throw the ball in the Evans to Chris Godwin? Do we have to? Can we throw the ball down the field on first down? Do we have to stop running 18 times for no gain? Can we? Can, can we give Baker's been playing good. He's been playing good enough for just getting here. Okay, so it's not Baker. And by the way, Todd Bowles, can you unleash our linebackers? Because if we played like the Ravens, we would be killing quarterbacks with our linebackers, Devin White and Levante David. But we want to play prevent and play five yards off, ten yards off the receiver, and 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 give up and get get our butts kicked by teams we shouldn't be losing to. So I hope this coaching staff and the ownership tells the coaching staff, I want, if we're going to go down, we're going down with our best players, Devin White and Levante David, and unleash them and play closer up on the line and get bump and run and get some pressure on this quarterback because our front four can't do it. And let's win some ball games because this is a lot better team than we have here. And let Baker go deep on first right. down. Well, well Todd, and, and I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I think you're going to be wound up for a good portion of the season uh, because uh, the, Jay, the Buc- are you going to be the, pleasantly surprised? I'm, I'm not. The, the Buccaneers aren't going anywhere, man. Let's let's just let's let's be real. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not going anywhere. This is still a team that is is aging in the wrong direction, and Tom Brady is gone. Uh, Todd Bowles, yes, is is not the greatest head coach. You can go ahead and ask you know, people in New York how they feel about him. But there's a, there's a talent gap, okay? And so to think about a team that lost to Buffalo, what's the, what's, what's the shock, okay? What, what's, the, what's the big surprise and, and shock? We saw the game last Thursday night. Unfortunately, I had to sit here and talk about it. Just the reality is that they're, they're okay. They're okay. The one saving grace, the one saving grace, if you want to say there's one, for Tampa – is that the whole division stinks? Okay, that's it. No different than Tom Brady getting into the postseason in his last year because the division stinks. Don't let the, the whole crap in the division, you know, make you feel like there's a, a false sense at what? Competing for a championship? Is that the goal? Or like what do you what do you what exactly do you believe is gonna happen? Ain't nobody worried about no Buccaneers. Nobody. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Congratulations. The Texas Rangers beat the Diamondbacks 3-1 to tonight in Game 3 out in Arizona. But the Rangers, 
Uh, he got some injuries. Adolis Garcia exited the game, limping off, limping out, holding his left side. Max Scherzer can't even get out onto the mound for the fourth inning. Max Scherzer couldn't loosen up his back. Back tightness, out. Tell me if you've seen that one before. But Texas, they walk away with a victory. They walk away with a series lead, 2-2-1. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, we're going to talk some more baseball. We've got the players, managers sitting around with some press conferences. And then Monday Night Football, man, it's about to be over. The Lions leading 26-14. to 14. Uh, They should be going into a final by the time we return from break. I'll give you an update on that as well. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Longtime listener, huge fan. Oh my God, I'm so <laughs> flabbergasted. I even got it on. I'm always driving home from work when I hear you. I just want to call and talk about the game tonight. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Flabbergasted. Great word. Great word. Flabbergasted. Anyway. Tonight, we got some big games that are that are over, done. Game three of the World Series is a wrap. It's the first World Series game in Arizona since 2001, since the Diamondbacks beat the New York Yankees. Tonight, though, they lose. The Texas Rangers knock them off 3-1. to one. The Texas Rangers scoring all three runs uh, in the third inning, led by a two-run home run by Corey Seager. And so the Rangers now have a 2-1 series lead. They're back in action tomorrow. Game four will take place tomorrow night in Arizona. Now, we don't know who's going to be on the mound yet uh, for either team. They're probably going to try to cobble things together uh, with their bullpens, starters, relievers, openers, whatever the hell you want to call it in modern-day baseball. We don't know who the starters are going to be. For the Texas Rangers, unfortunately, we're not going to see John Gray Uh, out on the mound. He needed to come on in relief of Max Scherzer, who exited the game in the fourth inning due to back tightness. And Adolis Garcia, he left the game in the eighth inning due to tightness on his side. Went and swung, and then he decided to just kind of walk off the field, and he is out of the building. Uh, We don't know what his status is going to look like. I'm sure they're going to, unless there's something major, they're going to attempt to maybe keep him on ice tomorrow. Uh, unless he can go out there and pitch hit. Uh, Max Scherzer left the game with that back time as John Gray came on. Three innings, three strikeouts, only gave up a hit. Uh, he would have been an option tomorrow for the Texas Rangers uh, to go out there and pitch, but he didn't. And so we'll keep you up to date on this game. I just saw Bruce Bochy. He just spoke to the media, the voice of God. And so we'll hear from Bruce Bochy as the show continues on. 
And then before the break, Monday Night Football is done. The Detroit Lions improved their record to 6-2 and two on the season. They beat the Raiders 26-14 to 14 in Detroit. These Raiders, they stink. We knew that already. Their record, they fall a 3-5. and five. Josh McDaniel still looks like a, a dude completely over his head. In the first half of the game, Jimmy Garoppolo did not complete a pass to any of his wide receivers, and we saw a lot of field goals to start the game off, okay? Maybe three, a matter of fact, yes, three consecutive field goals uh, by Detroit. So Detroit had a 9 to nothing lead. Uh, Josh Jacobs was able to punch in the touchdown in the second quarter, uh, cutting the lead to 7-9. To to but then the Lions were able to answer back. Jared Goff connecting 18 yards. Sam Laporta scoring a touchdown. I want you to listen to this. This is courtesy of the Lions Radio Network. Jameer Gibbs to the right of Goff. He's going to throw on first and 10. Looks over the middle. He's got his man Laporta crossing at the 5. Touchdown, Detroit. So much for what we just said about short stuff. Sam Laporta on an 18-yard grab for a Lions touchdown. And with 27 seconds to go before halftime, it's 15-7, Detroit. They got the extra point. Extra point made it 16-7. to And then we moved on into the third quarter. 16-7 to was the Detroit Lions' lead. But then, unfortunately, you just heard a touchdown pass from Jared Goff. He ended up throwing an interception to the wrong guy and Marcus Peters. And that interception went the wrong way for a touchdown. Listen to this. Goff, three-step drop, looking left. Now rolls out of the pocket, throws near side, and it's picked off. Marcus Peters down the near sideline at the 50. Peters at the 40. Gets away from Goff at the 20. Peters to the 10. Pick six Raiders. Marcus Peters. They've been waiting for a big play all year, and he just brought one back to keep the Raiders in the ballgame. Took it all the way. 75 yards rushing down the sidelines. And you say to yourself, damn it, the game is now 16-14 to 14 Detroit. The Las Vegas Raiders got a little bit of life. But then, later on in the third quarter, with about three minutes left, Jameer Gibbs decided, you know what? I'm going to try to push the score up some. Take a listen to this Lions Radio Network. Goff takes the snap, gives to Gibbs. Gibbs bounces through a hole. There it goes, outside 20. Gibbs, 15, Gibbs, 10, angling to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Oh, baby, what a run. What a run. 27 yards. Got skinny, went through the line, and made it to the house. Yeah, he's, he did a lot of running tonight in a general sense. Jameer Gibbs ending the evening 152 yards rushing to go along with that 27-yard touchdown run that you just heard. And that touchdown run pushed the score up 23-14. to 14. They were able to kick in a field goal later on in the game, and that was pretty much all that she wrote. The Detroit Lions completely dominated this game. Just even from a, a time of possession perspective, it was about 40 minutes to 20. Las Vegas did not stand a chance. And so the Lions were able to pick up a victory. They honored Lomas Brown before, or at least at halftime, 
as he enters into the Lions. Oh, this is terrible to see. Hey, Shepard, Randy Johnson throwing out the ceremonial first pitch. Ugh. I saw somebody dress up as Randy Johnson for Halloween. Did, did you see that? I did not see that. What, why is that such a bad thing? Why is what a bad thing? You said you kind of gave like a, a negative emotion and like almost a sigh because the big unit was on the mound for a ceremonial first pitch. Is that a bad thing? Yeah, two, 2001 New York Yankees. JR, you know how baseball legends age the best in any sport? Like, it doesn't matter if he's throwing it, you know, as a toss. It's still Randy Johnson. Ain't nobody say anything about his throw. <laughs> I didn't say nothing about his throw. So what, what do you, what do you, uh, 2001, there's nothing, there's no good memory of him or any of them guys from 2001. Don't want to see him. What? Oh, okay, I, I get that perspective, but but if you remove your fan hat for a second and just focus on a guy that I believe was, what, 40 at the time? He might have been in his early 40s at the time. For him to be as dominant as he was and be, be co-MVP with Kurt Schilling and then to see him, because you're yeah, not going to see the yeah, other guy. We, shut, we, we all know Randy Johnson is one of the greatest pitchers ever. Okay. We, so, we, 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 we get that. Good. I don't, I don't want to see him on a mound doing anything. Okay. I want him to stay at home. <laughs> And stick to his photography <laughs> because I hear Randy Johnson and I think I think a World Series and yeah. that's it. And and pushing a cameraman and killing a bird. Uh, the, the pigeon. I feel bad for the pigeon to this day. Jay, no, it just, was it wasn't a pigeon. Right. It was a. It was uh, a bird. I could have sworn it was a, big, a pigeon. It was a bigger bird than a pigeon. Jr. The the one thing I'll it's say like a dove, right? Or a goose. If he had a personality, Randy Johnson would be a household name. No, uh, he didn't want to. He is well. No, no, you and I both household know. name in regards to. I, I, I'm talking a guy like to have the notoriety of like an A Rod or a David oh, Ortiz, yeah, but or even even like he, I know he's hated, but like a guy like Barry Bonds, like Randy Johnson. You don't know. We don't know much about him other than well, yeah, before by, the Mariners, he played for the Expos and he threw a no hitter when he was 40. And by he, choice, correct. There's nothing wrong with that. That man had an amazing career. Didn't want to do anything but play baseball, and now he's a photographer. You can actually, I don't know if the website still exists, you can go ahead and look up Randy Johnson Photography, and you can go ahead and look at his reel and portfolio. Uh, you know, not everybody wants the, the limelight, and I actually commend him for that. I don't know about shoving the photographer in New York when you, you know, you're getting your, your physical taken, uh, pretty much a precursor for things to come. Had a terrible, one of his worst seasons uh, towards the back end with the New York Yankees. But, no, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the greatest pitchers of all time. And, yeah, at the time when he pitched, I would say he was one of the most famous athletes, you know, in America. Randy Johnson was in commercials. Randy Johnson was, uh, you know, pushing video games. And a lot of it dealt with what it was. He was a big, giant, intimidating baseball player i just think for popularity of baseball he's now out of his time uh but yeah good for him to be out there on the mound uh there's just there's not too much about the 2001 diamondbacks that i want to relive fair enough yeah i i I get that but we we can't win them all jr i don't mean yeah i I agree (laughs) i agree with that sure this still doesn't mean i need to like looking at the guy hey let's be honest we were lucky to take game three and and, uh excuse me it was game four and game five we were lucky to take those games well thank you alfonso soriano yes and and brocious and tino it looks like he can still play right now have you seen alfonso soriano 
I am not surprised. He was a great athlete from 2001 till his absolute final year. That guy was always in apex kind of 5% body fat. Like, like there's certain Bro, guys like he him. He yeah. looks like Adolis Garcia. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Like, he yeah. looks like he should be in Mr. Olympia. Like, yep. He, I, he, he looks like he ate Alfonso Soriano. That's what he looks like. <laughs> you know what's funny is Bonds did the exact opposite. Bond slimmed down to the days when he was in 1986, wow. his rookie year, when he was with the Pirates. Well, you can't do drugs and go to the gym forever. Right. Well, he. I mean, I mean, but he. He's half of what he was. Like, like his. He is lean, Jr. Yeah. At this why point. would he? Why would he? Why would he be pushing weight? Well, you know, usually guys when they're past their prime and they're removed from their professional, you know, atmosphere and job. Um, they balloon. I mean, Raymond Felton looks like he ate Raymond Felton. I don't know if you've seen the pictures of him and Nate Robinson yeah, recently. You saw that, right? Like that. He's looked like that for years. Yeah. <laughs> sure. He's fat. Uh, right, yeah, he, he is. He is. Um, but it, but it, it's interesting, JR. Randy Johnson, he's going to become more famous and more famous as the years go by. I'm sorry because I know we don't want to talk about him right now. Do you know why? No. Because he's going to be likely the last pitcher ever to win 300 games. Okay. Well, good point. I don't think that... Eh, I mean, you just said that he's he's not famous. Not right but, now. Not right now. He's kind of he's kind of fallen into eh, the background. Nobody, we don't talk don't, about him anymore. I don't think that's that that moves the needle. I, I think in a general sense, people people know Randy Johnson. I mean, yes, of course, as you, you move from one era to another and you have people who haven't seen him pitch and, and you move on to people's kids' kids... Yeah, it, it happens with time. We can talk about legends that aren't as well known who, you know, played decades and decades ago. But yeah, Randy Johnson is a is a legend, a big unit. He's a he's a legend, and so much much love to him. I just can't stand the guy. I wish he didn't play. Anyway, it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio eight five five two one two four CBS. It's eight five five two one two four CBS. I'm gonna get to your calls on the other side of the break. We are going to listen to Jared Goff on the other side of the break as well because uh, the Lions, they won. They won a football game tonight. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, how are you? You are amazing. You should be called a sports professor. Anybody ever call you that? Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. No. No one has ever called me that, but thank you. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. The Rangers beat the Diamondbacks 3 1. They take a, a 2 1 series lead in the World Series, and then in the conclusion of Monday Night Football uh, out in Detroit, the Lions beat the Raiders 26-14. The Raiders are going absolutely nowhere. What else is new? And the Detroit Lions, they improved their record to 6-2. And and they, they, I'm not going to say they abused them. They had the ball for 40 minutes. Like, damn. This is the Lions' fourth straight primetime win. Uh, Jameer Gibbs with a 27-yard touchdown run 
for the entire night. He rushed for 152 yards and that touchdown. It was it was nutty, nutty all the way around. And his quarterback, Jared Goff, who scored a touchdown connecting with Laporta, but then also threw that pick six to Marcus Peters, uh, Jared Goff, he spoke with Lisa Salters on ESPN after the game. Take a listen. I thought we played really well all across the board. We made some pretty critical mistakes on offense, um, but we're able to overcome it, and that's what good teams do. Defense played played their tails off today for us and gave us a lot of good opportunities, and it was a full team win. It was great. What did you see from your rookie running back, Jameer Gibbs, yeah. filling in for, for David? Yeah, it was kind of, uh, kind of his time to shine, and he did his thing today. It was fun. And we talked about this before, before this game, you saying that you wanted to show these fans that everything is under control, that we're going to get back on track after what happened last week. In what way is this not the same old Lions team? Yeah, in a lot of ways. We're playing with a lot of confidence and uh, played really well tonight. Again, you you look up, you think it should be a little bit bigger margin than it was. Unfortunately, we made some mistakes down there in in the scoring zone, and uh, the Raiders played well. But uh, we we, we played well tonight and did our thing, got the W. What plans do you have for your bye week? Uh, Relax. Rest. Nothing wrong with a little bit of rest and relaxation. They deserve it. The Detroit Lions, they start their season at 6-2 and two for the first time since 2014. You heard Jared Goff commend Jameer Gibbs, the rookie running back, 152 yards on the ground in addition to that 27-yard touchdown run. Jameer Gibbs, he connected with Scott Van Pelt after the game. And when is the last time you heard Lion fans be this enthusiastic about anything. Take a listen. Your rookie class continues yeah. across the board, both sides of the ball. I, there are a bunch of vets here that have established roles, but among your group, the new guys, what's been your sort of message among your group to try to pitch into the level that you have? Because it's been awfully impressive. You know, just keep being ourselves. You know, we, we're here for a reason. Uh, don't try, you don't got to be a superhero. Just do your job and everything will come to you. Six and two heading into a bye. It's hard not to get, like, look too far down the road. Dan yeah. Campbell, I think we were talking pregame on Countdown about how real the dude is. Like, I, that guy didn't seem like he could sell a BS message because it's just not who yeah. he is. But the message to the room heading into a bye, six and two with this kind of momentum off the bounce back against Baltimore. What's he tell the guys? Uh, you know, just, uh, we still, job's not done. You know, we still got more, we, we still got more to prove. Uh, six and two isn't good enough. We, you know, we, we're here to win the Super Bowl, so yeah. Wow. Wow. That's the I, – I, of course, they're trying to compete for a Super Bowl. But to hear Lions and Super Bowl in the same sentence, when is the last time you heard that? Damn. And, yes, they are going on their bye week. And then when they are back in action – and this sounds crazy to even mention it – on November 12th, that's the next time the Lions play football. I feel like November 12th is a, is a, a year and a day from now. It's two weeks. Uh, but they're going to take on the Chargers. They're going to be out in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium uh, taking on the Chargers. And if we know anything about the Los Angeles Chargers is that they can have a good game or they can have a bad game. They are so up and down. You don't, you, you don't know what the hell to expect from them. Congratulations here to the Lions. Wow, Jameer Gibbs said it. We're trying to compete for a Super Bowl. Damn. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Florida and talk to Beck. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show, CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Beck? 
Hey, how are you guys doing? Um, uh, again, we talked about this in the past, but uh, this is uh, – I can't deal with this anymore. This guy needs to be fired. Four D Adams needs to be traded, even though they said they're not going to trade him. The, the guy needs to get traded, and hopefully he can resurrect and be better on a better team because this is just I, – I, I, McDaniels better be fired this week. And we okay. know that's not going to happen, but it, it, this right. is just trash. All right. Well, a matter of fact, you, you, you mentioned his name, and so let's hear from him. Josh McDaniels, he spoke to the media after the game. He looked like a miserable you-know-what during the course of it. Looked like he didn't know what he was doing. Looked miserable. Uh, he was asked, why the hell did y'all lose this game? Take a listen to what he had to say. Look, we can't win if we give the ball away. You know what I mean? Period. Um, you know, and I'm not, you know, it's, it, there's a lot of things that go into that. I just want to make sure I say that. There's a lot of things that go into that. So, you know, protection, routes, reads, um, you know, throws, catches, you know, all that stuff. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we, we have to be able to take care of the ball. Um, and we don't, we don't fumble. You know, we haven't fumbled this year. So we, we know, the quarterback room knows we have to take care of the ball better than what we have. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo looking at him back in action. Now the the Raiders are, are three and five here, man. Josh McDaniels is he ain't long for the job. Let's just put it that way. Tries to be all so I think he's gonna be fired this week. Uh no, I don't believe so. He ain't gonna be sticking around uh, too much longer. Uh our previous caller, he mentioned Devontae Adams. We've all heard the rumors Devontae has said he wants to stick around and this is where he wants to be. How long is that going to last? Devontae Adams tonight, you want to know his stats? One catch for 11 yards. That's it. This is one of the top wide receivers in the league, you know, over the past, I don't know, seven years, eight years. And Devontae Adams, one reception for 11 yards. A matter of fact, Josh Jacobs was the Raiders' leading receiver tonight. He had two catches for 27 yards. Hey, you want to know a worse stat? I already said this. Jimmy Garoppolo, in the first half of the game, didn't have a completion to a wide receiver. Nobody. Sad. 855-212-4CBS. Devontae Adams, he spoke as well after the game. And uh, let's just say he wasn't in the, the best of moods, but he didn't want to throw anybody underneath the bus. Listen to this. Honestly, I, I don't know what to say at this moment. I, I truly don't. I wish I had the, the words to, you know, to say something that's not going to get blown up in the media and, and taken out of context. So I'm going to just, uh, I truly, I just don't know. What are you feeling right now? Can you elaborate on anything going through your mind? Frustration, but I mean, that's that kind of goes without saying. Devontae, I know you said that you know you have confidence whenever you're out there and offense's ability, but is it kind of hard to, to maintain that when the results are what they've been? No, it's not hard to maintain the confidence in our offense. It's just hard to curb your frustration when you can't put it together when you know you should. Oh, wow. Listen to this. We know that, that Jimmy G has had to deal with his own injury problems over the past several weeks. But over the past four games, Devontae Adams only has 142 receiving yards. That's over the past four games. That's the fewest that he's ever had in a four-game span since 2015. 
Yeah, injuries have a whole hell of a lot to do with that. Uh, but even in the return of, of Jimmy Garoppolo to be back out there, they, they, they're not able to do anything. It's pretty sad to watch. It is. 855-212-4CBS. Marlon is here from St. Louis. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. How you doing? Excellent. How are you? All right. Hey, I always agree with you every time I call in, but tonight I can't agree with you. Okay. About Randy Johnson. Okay. I'm sitting up here. I'm listening. And I'm like, wow, JR saying that about Randy Johnson. I got to call in because a couple of months ago, you know where I'm going. I called I, I in about Stan Kroenke. Okay. And you, no, I, I don't, and you, Marlon, I talked to a lot of folks. I, I don't okay. know. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. It, it was about, it was about him moving out of St. Louis. Okay. And you told me then, you said, get over it. Get over it. Yeah. So I'm here to tell you, Rand, uh, JR, you got to get over it too. Because I did. Because when you told me to get over it, I said, you know what, JR's right. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Because it's gone. It's history. I got over it. And okay. You know what's happened in 2001. So, JR, you should really be over it. Oh, I'm, I'm over it. That doesn't mean I have to like the guy. Okay. Okay. See, I'm, I'm in the same boat that you are. Okay. I'm over it, too. But I don't like the guy. I don't okay. like the guy. So, so I guess we even, right? I don't know if we're Pretty even. I'm, I, I sit down and do a talk show, and then you, you called me up being angry. I think there's that, no, that might no, be. No, I'm no, not, I'm not angry. It's just, okay. you know, when I talked to you, you told me to get over it. So I'm like, right. okay, J.R. needs to get over it too then. But, do you, Marlon, do you understand the difference? Uh, I'm, I, yeah, I sit, yeah, 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 I, I do, J.R. I do. I do, I yeah, do. I, 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 <laughs> I sit here and do a, a, a talk show. Shep, how many hours a week am I here? I, well, in a full week, I'm on air for 24 hours. Correct. And yeah. So yeah. I am, I'm sitting here talking about sports, and uh, you know they, they want me to give my opinion on how I feel about things. The difference mm-hmm. is you called me to talk to me about I ain't calling anybody about Randy Johnson. I'm talking about him because he's in front of me. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And you know what? Yeah, you, you're right. I listen to you all all the time, and I can't wait to listen to you on Saturday because those guys up in New York, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna give it to you, and, and like it's your fault, but they're gonna give it to you because you know, hey. No, I don't hey, listen. People mm-hmm. people leave me alone because I just I say how I feel. As simple as that. So nobody bothers me. Hey, Marlon, I appreciate you for calling from St. Louis. I still don't like Randy Johnson, okay? <laughs> All right, man, thanks. All right, thank you so much. Thank you to Marlon for calling from St. Louis. Yeah, there's nothing for me to get over. I just don't like the guy. He ain't do nothing to me. Just like sports don't like him. Like, I don't like Reggie Miller. See him jogging in the park, I want to trip him. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to talk, talk more, see New York. We got more football and more uh, World Series. Don't move. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.